This is Active Recovery, an interview series of women that inspire us with their commitment to an active way of life. Yes, we're all athletes, but we're humans first. We all need a little time off to clear our minds, take a rest day, or get inspired by a new idea. Our new Active Recovery interview series digs up the ground underneath the surface. Whether you need a drip of motivation or a reality check, feed your mind and give your body a break. Active Recovery is for your listening pleasure and all about finding your story in her story. Each interview has three parts. First, the warm-up. This is where we get acquainted with each interviewee. These questions are quick hitters and remain the same for everyone. Second, the endurance round. These series of questions are meant to take you beneath the surface. All questions are different for each woman we interview. Third, the cool down. The last question is meant to give you a quick summary on what each interviewee would like to impart on you. I met Jordan at one of our 6 a.m. Wallaco Wednesday workouts last February. I was rushing into the class. I could barely see anything because I had slept through my alarm and hadn't even put in my contacts yet. We were partnered up and doing burpees. While I started to slow down, Jordan gave me a little fist bump in a you got this kind of way. And after we finished the workout, Jordan walked right up to us and introduced herself. Jordan now Britton found out about Walco the most organic way possible. She noticed our gear on Instagram through the male trainer she follows, searched us on Google, and then signed up for Walco Wednesday. She didn't even know anyone who worked for Walco. She didn't come with any friends, and she wasn't even a customer at that point. She's probably the most relatable woman we've interviewed so far, because while she has accolades and accomplishments to her name, she's still figuring out her life just like the rest of us. And what we love about her is that she's pursuing an active way of life to get there. Growing up as a soccer player, she's always wanted to be in motion. She even ran to our interview and ran back home afterward. After college, she went right into the fashion industry. For a while, she was a fashion blogger, then a press coordinator, and she just left her job as a strategist for Paper Magazine. If you're not familiar, just Google Kim Kardashian Paper Magazine cover. Now, she's pivoting. Back in high school, she was injured, and her struggle with her injury started to spiral into larger health issues. Her Instagram account, at SweatMogul, is her space to talk openly about her eating and exercising challenges to encourage those that are also struggling to know they're not and don't have to be alone. She's fresh off of passing her NASM CPT certification, which is a part-time personal trainer, and she's incredibly determined, even if she's not quite sure what for yet. We like to start our interviews like we do our workouts, with a warm-up. Hey, Jordan. Hi. Thanks so much for coming in right before a holiday. So (laughs) excited to have you. And we'd love to start by having you finish this sentence. My active way of life is? Um, Being outdoors and as active as possible most of my time. In the morning, you can find me. Previously, I was always at Equinox in the mornings. Now I pause my membership, so I'm at the East River track. At night, you can find me. Back on the track, probably, or outside walking somewhere, or just hanging out in the Lower East Side. What time do you wake up in the morning? Around 7 a.m. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Needing to have time for myself to be outside and just collect my thoughts before starting my day. Do you have any routines, and if so, what is your favorite? 
I have a couple. I would say in the morning, I always drink like lemon and ginger water. Um, and then at night, I always drink like hot tea and I'll try to journal or sketch or something before I go to bed. What's the best workout you've ever had? That's a tough one. I feel like in the city, definitely Tone House, I was obsessed with for a while. Um, also, the studio called EVF, that was Upper West Side, had really good like endurance conditioning workouts. What's a goal you would set for yourself for tomorrow? Being more on top of my to-do list and actually checking things off, being more productive. What was your last epiphany or a moment of realizing something impactful to you? I think realizing that I have a lot more control over my circumstances and my happiness um, than I thought before. We're not controlled really by the different situations that we're in and we can really take control of the situation and make the changes that we want to see in our life. What's one way you like to care for yourself? Sheet masks. I'm like obsessed with Dr. Jart masks. They're so good. Now for the endurance round, let's get personal. So Jordan, you defined your active way of life as being through movement and being outdoors as much as possible. Living in a city, how do you make the most of your outdoors time? So I try to, as long as it's under two miles, I typically will walk or run. I ran here this morning, um, wherever I'm going. And then I've really been trying to focus on keeping my phone in my bag or in my pocket so I'm not really looking at it and just actually looking up and taking in the scenery around me and not being just like locked in on a phone. You moved to New York City to become a fashion blogger, but you grew up as a competitive soccer player, so I'm not surprised that your path led you back to fitness. What originally sparked your interest in being a fashion blogger and what did you learn about yourself that ultimately led you not to continue with that path? So that was actually really funny transition, me wanting to be a fashion blogger. Growing up, I'd always love fashion, I still love fashion today. I think the aesthetic and just self-expression through personal style is something that I find super interesting. Um, after school, I'd, I was always like, I wanna work in fashion, I, like the crazy fashion scene, you know, so I doing fashion week shows and just running around kind of like Devil's Wears Prada in real life. Um, and then once though I was actually in the industry and then trying to be a quote unquote fashion blogger, um, I was always running late to work because I was trying to work out. So then I didn't even look cute at work. It was really stressful. Um, and then I think just that pressure of having to always have like the cutest outfits. And I was like, this actually really isn't giving me purpose. I don't know why I have a handle. It was called Ho Homeless and Hermes, which is like LOL now. But uh, <laughs> later switched to Sweat Mogul. But um i just didn't find purpose in it and i was like i don't want this to really be the image that i'm projecting i don't think that this is really helping my friends or my followers so i kind of pivoted how do you add balance to the physical work in your life what do you do when you're not active that's something i've really had to work on because it's super easy for me to be overactive and just kind of consume all my time especially when i'm really stressed with just more activity um, but something that i really use as like a stress relieving tool and to kind of settle down i love painting and crafting and that's something when i was young i also really loved doing so 
sometimes I'll just set aside time to paint with my friends or to sketch or something that's not physically active. So many people have a hard time talking about their health issues openly, but you've really embraced it. How did you navigate how and when to share your health and fitness battles in a way that was positive for you? So that actually took me quite a bit of time to come around to being open to sharing and talking with other people about the different things that I had struggled with. Um, probably a good five years, I was really having a different hard time with eating disorders and like over-exercising and everything like that. Um, and then I kind of had an epiphany moment when I was in New York for almost over a year and I was like, whoa, I'm barely functioning at my job. Like I really need to turn things around. And I feel like as soon as I started being more open to sharing the different things that I was struggling with. At first it started just like with my friends and stuff like that. Um, people were so receptive and I was actually kind of shocked at how many other people had been going through the same things and like thought that they were the only one like how I thought um, all through college and everything. So I think I was like, whoa, this is actually a really great way for me to make it like okay to talk about the issues that we're going through and we don't have to bury them and hide them and we're not the only one that's going through this struggle. Um, and I feel like the, recept the reception by my audience and my friends and everything was really great and it was something that I felt like I could make an impact in and really be a voice for like body positivity and just like accepting our bodies and not you know, killing ourselves working out all the time or, you know, restrictive eating patterns. And that's really not what fitness and health is about. Um, so once I repainted that picture for myself, I think I was like, this is really a tool that I can help a lot of other people in. Um, and however I can share my story so someone else doesn't have to go through that struggle is worth it for me. So how did you become aware that your habits were becoming a problem? Did you have someone who supported you getting help or was it something that you really took initiative of on your own? Um, definitely, I did not take initiative. Um, my parents really were the ones who kind of pushed me into seriously needing help because I was about to be taken out of school. Um, I was in denial actually for a very long time, even after my, I was working with different, you know, nutritionists and dietitians, and I was like, they have no clue what they're talking about. Like, obviously, I was. It's, it's, a, it's a mental disorder and more like a mental battle, I would say. So um, that's the hardest part to get over and being open to listening to professionals and what people are saying and they are actually trying to help you. Um, at the time, you know, I was just so focused on getting in my workouts and like my restrictive eating that I wanted to be doing. So I think though for me, I had to go through it myself and realize that I needed help versus when other people were telling me that I needed help. So it did take me a little bit longer. Um, it was about five years that all this went on before I decided that I was gonna change how I was living. Um, but then once that kind of happened, my friends are so supportive, my family's super supportive. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say I had to make that change in my own mind before I was open to getting help, seriously. What surprises you the most about where you are in your life right now, good <laughs> or bad? I would definitely say, well, I just left my job recently and I don't have another job to go into. I also, my lease is over, so I'm finding a new apartment. So the job hunt, the apartment hunt, um, and I haven't fully mapped out a plan, which for me, I'm like, 
super I love planning everything I love knowing like exactly the next steps of what's going to go on so to kind of be in this like I don't really know what's going on but I'm just going to go with the flow is not really me when I plan my life so I think that's super surprising and obviously when you leave college you make like a where I want to be in five years and it's totally not at all what I expected really in any way um, besides still being in New York so it's interesting to kind of just like be rolling with the punches and seeing how life kind of throws you. But I think that that's where you really learn and then have um, advice and just wisdom to pass down to younger people growing up. Yeah. Recently, you left your job at Paper Magazine and you became a certified personal trainer. For our readers out there that are also considering new opportunities, what was the defining moment that gave you the confidence to make this move? So I would say with leaving my job, it was, it took a long time for me to kind of come to terms with what I was gonna do. I did get my um, personal training certificate and I'm still not sure if I wanna go, you know, fully into personal training or if I still wanna do brand strategy or marketing in some capacity. But what I would say is as defining moments that I was experiencing were, Monday through Friday, I just felt not myself. Like I couldn't wake up to for the life of me, even if I slept like 12 hours a day. Um, and I just really felt trapped in a box more so. Like my body was physically in work and then my mind was like daydreaming about all this other stuff that I wanted to be, do, to be doing career wise. Um, so I think that once I really decided, you know, I'm tired of being tired all the time and having no energy and wishing that I was somewhere else. I was like, okay, I need to do something to change the situation. And as I was saying earlier about how we have a lot more control over our circumstances and our happiness, that was really something that clicked for me. And I was like, you know, I'm not, no one's, I'm not a prisoner. No one's holding me here, you know, against my will. Like I can make the move. And even though I'm not really sure where it's gonna lead me yet, it's a jump that I needed to take. Before you go, let's do a quick cool down. Since you do like to plan on this day next year, where do you hope to see yourself? I hope to see myself doing some form of group fitness training. Um, And additionally, just since I'm not sure the full picture of what I want to be doing, something that gives me purpose in life and also gives other people purpose and energy in life. That's beautiful. Thanks, Jordan, for being on our first episode of Active Recovery. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Active Recovery. If you want more interviews with some badass woman, you can find Active Recovery on the Wallaco blog, where we have the full interviews with some incredible athletes. Be sure to leave a rating if you enjoyed the show and subscribe so you don't miss the next guest. If you're like us and want to know more about Jordan, check out the link in the bio for her Instagram. See you next time.